Wow, you're in a good mood, Yossi. I am, Rabbi Epstein. You know that tonight is Lagba Ober. I hope you got a good story. Well, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I have a true story. Really? You mean this is like more true than the other true stories? Well, this story is written in, in uh, Tommy Menhagen, by the way. Uh, you know, it's written right in there, the whole entire story. As a matter of fact, it didn't happen that many years ago. It happened in 1923. It's very interesting. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Hmm, very interesting. So it's, it's a story that happened in 1923. Wow. Okay, so then uh, is it going to be a long story? I have no idea, but one thing I could tell you that uh, it's a very, very interesting thing that I have over here. <laughs> and that is... Well, why are you laughing? Oh, well, uh, this is not everything that you could see on the radio can, can be told. But anyways, let me just tell you like this. I'm ready for a jam-packed story, and it really happened. So if anybody out there is going to get scared from this story, I got a little sick for you. It has a very, very happy ending. No matter what you hear, it's a great story. It's a true story, and it's a very uplifting story. It has a lot of chizik for davening and tefillos and amunus and, uh, and, and etc. Wait a second. Who does this have to do with? Rab Shimon Bar Who else? Wow. I, I, but one second. You said this happened like... Yes, in 1923. But Rabbi Shimon Bar was not around at that time. What are you talking about? Did you ever go to Maroon? Yeah. So, therefore, if you went to Maroon, then you know his caver is still around. And the Shema of the Tzaddik always hangs out there. <laughs> I can rest assured. Well, you know what? I'm not going to tell you about this part now. I, I just... Let's... let's Take care of everything in the beginning. Okay, you're listening to jrootradio.com. And if you want, uh, you can listen to us live on uh, Kosher Internet, whatever, you know, jrootradio.com. You can also listen to us on 712-432-4217. And, of course, you can also listen to us live and listen to archives on 718-506-9099. That's correct. Uh, You want to say that number again? Okay, 718-506-9099. Isn't that fun? Well, if you're listening, it's fun. Okay, so anyways, if you want to text in any message, any requests or something like that, if you want to text in a story idea uh, for future use. So the number to text in is 347-927-8398. And I would just have a little message over here. Uh, I'm not going to say the person's last name, but if Pessy M, I'm just saying the first letter of the last name, Pessy M, you called me uh, earlier uh, this week. Oh, I think it was earlier this week. You called because you wanted me to email you uh, the link to uh, the Koyach uh, and the Mayach demonstration. And it seems to be that the email address that you gave is not functioning. Because I emailed it to that address and it doesn't seem to work. So either you said something wrong or I copied wrong or whoever took the message copied wrong. But the bottom line is it didn't go through. So if you want to call my home number again... 
and leave a very clear message of what the email address is, I'll be more than happy to send it to you. What are you talking about? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, of course, if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling or uh, the extreme martial arts demonstration or the Kayak and the demonstration, then the number to call is 718-375-1294. And if I was you, I wouldn't wait so long. Why? Let me just clear my throat. As people are starting to book me for camps and bungalow colonies and day camps and sleepaway camps. And, you know, um, there's just a limit how many different performances I can do per day, you know. So uh, don't wait to the last minute. I know a lot of camps are putting together their schedules and bungalow colony day camps and things like that. So don't uh, put it off. Uh, you know, like uh, don't uh, don't assume that oh, I got time. I got time because the time you're ready to call, it might be that the date you want is no longer available. So I would advise you to call. Of course. Now it's my turn to tell you something. Okay, and and um, I hope everybody can hear me clearly because I don't know. There's something uh, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I, maybe it's the headphones that I'm using. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the headphones is not a good headphones. I don't know. I can't tell you for sure. But uh, whatever it is, I mean, uh, I hope it's working. I hope so too. Okay, anyway, so uh, what were we saying? What I was saying? I was going to say a story. Oh, yeah, but I was going to tell everybody if they're interested in hiring you, but you already did that. So i got to tell everybody if they're, if they're interested in buying any of Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, uh, which 99% are not available in stores, so the number to call is 718-375-1294. And that's the same number to call if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak's for storytelling and so on and so forth. And for the Kriya Chalamaya, or for the Extreme Martial Arts Demonstration. Uh, yeah, and also, if you want to have private lessons in, in, in martial arts, a small small groups, uh, things like that, um, uh, you know, or Qigong energy exercises, yeah, he could do that too, yeah, yeah, uh, private art lessons, yes, yes, and, uh, um, you know, you can call the number 718-375-1294, and he also does artwork, he does portraits, painting, and so on and so forth, yes, he does that also, and he does illustrations, as everybody can see in the FJJ, every week, he's in the middle of doing that comic strip called Shraga Ben Shraga, okay, and, and, uh, 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 what are you looking at me? Are you finished yet? I would like to tell the story. Oh, well, um, go right ahead. Okay, now, once again, I'd like to remind everybody that uh, this uh, week's uh, show is once again uh, dedicated as a refuah shlema to Chaim Yesetzi ben Sara Miriam. So, once again, this is dedicated as a refuah shlema to Chaim Yesetzi ben Sara Miriam. So, if anybody wants that I should email them, as we said before, the extreme, uh, Rabbi Yitzhi Yerb's Extreme Martial Arts Demo or Rabbi Yitzhi Yerb's Kayak Fundem Moyach Demo, so then you can call my number at 718-375-1294, which I guess everybody knows by now, and then I'll be more than happy to email it to you. Okay, I'll be more than happy to email you the link. Okay, now we're ready for the story. Is there anything else that I missed? Yeah. What did I miss? You missed the chair. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't miss the chair. I'm sitting on the chair. Oh, I guess I didn't pull the chair away fast enough. You know, that's not a nice joke to do. Okay, just kidding, kidding. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, here we go. Tonight's story is called A Miracle in Maroon. Yes, A Miracle in Maroon. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
Uh, what's going on? Why are you all looking at me? I don't know. Why are you looking at me? I don't know. I think you're being screamed. Well, at least the camera's on. I don't know. Well, hi out there. Well, we'll find out. Okay. Anyways, I'm just going to do the story. Whatever happens, happens. Here we go. Miracle in Maroon. The year was 1923. The year 5,683 years since the world was created. Yes, indeed. And, of course, that day was also known as Yud Ches Iyer. Yud Ches Iyer, Yud Ches Oh, 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 Lag Boma. Yeah, 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 yeah. What day was it? Was it like tonight? Like on Wednesday night? Actually, no. But it was Lag Boma. But Lag Boma that year in 1923... Fell out on... It fell out? Where did it fall out of? No, 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 come on, please. Okay, now it, it fell out on a Thursday night. Oh, wow. Uh, did they have such, like, a big crowd? Like a quarter million people, like, nowadays or something like that? Well, they did have large crowds, but, uh, you know, as the years, you know, went on and keep going on uh, until Mashiach comes, I guess the crowd will grow bigger and bigger. Wow. So what happened over there? Well, you know, people were getting ready uh, to go out there. You know, the people that lived in, let's say, Haifa or, you know, uh, Sfas or something like that, and any place that was pretty close to, to Maron. So these kind of people, what they did was they, um, they you know, they, they had time to travel and, you know, they came there. But people, let's say from Yerushalayim, which was a little further away, so what they ended up doing was they came there with the intentions of staying there for Shabbos. Ah, did they have, like, police protection, you know, like nowadays, you know, like uh, the, the police and everything? Yes, they did, but it wasn't the same kind of police that we have. What? What do you mean? What, what, what kind of police was it? Well, what they had was, um, they had the British Mandate. Oh, I forgot. That time it was called Palestine or something like that. And then it was, like, under the British rule and everything. Yeah, 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 that's that's it and everything. Yes, indeed. Okay, so let me tell you, uh, uh, let's just go right over and see a typical situation, what was going on in that day. All right, all right, all right, please, please, stip me, stip me, don't push, don't push, there's plenty of room for everybody. Ah, oh, look at that, the crowd is gathering on the top of the roof of the building where the tomb is, uh, where the Mateva von von Rapsimbay Hoy. Excuse me, but you're singing the wrong nigga. You could either sing Umar Rabbi Kiba, Umar Rabbi Kiba, Ashrai Ham Israel, because you know that Rabbi Shimba Yochoi was one of the five Talmidim of uh, Rabbi Akiba. You know that. Uh, yeah, I know that, I know that, I know that. Yeah, and also, um, uh, the song that was composed about uh, 450 years ago is a very common song that everybody seems to sing now, which sings the praise of Rabbi Shimin Bar Yochoi. <laughs> really? Which one are you talking about? You know, the common one. Bar Yochoi, Nimshach, Tu Ashrechu, Shemen Suzu, Inkmech, Averechu. Oh, yeah, I know that one, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Very good, all right, all right. And, of course, there were people coming for giving what we call an upsharen, the first haircut for three-year-olds. It's a very big custom to do that by the Hasidim. And uh, some other people have that meaning also, but mainly by Hasidim. They come when the child is three years old because then it's ready, you know, the child is ready to be uh, bar mitzvah and some compare it to orla and whatever like this. But we're not going to go into that because that's not the, the uh, center of the story. What is the center of the story? Uh, shh. Ah, the center of the story is, ah, shh. 
Well, you, you just quiet down and let me continue. Go ahead, quiet down and continue. But if you quiet down, how could you continue? No, 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 you have to quiet. I know, I know, just go ahead. Anyways, so let me tell you what happened. So the people were getting ready and the people that had little kindler. <laughs> so, hey, Bella, you're ready. We're going to go there, and Bez Hashem, we're going to cut off your hair, we're going to shape your pious, everything is going to be good, when we come there by the cave of Yerushimim Bar Yochoi, very big minog, yes, 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 very big minog, yes, I'm here because my Eineklech is going to have an Opscheren, yeah, so I'm here to do the Opscheren Dotten, ah, mamish gewaldig sach, gewaldig. And of course, there are other people there, not just for the upsharing, but there were other people there just to be mispalel by Rab Shimon by Yehoi's keva. And let's listen in to somebody. You over there? Can we listen in to you? Uh, me, sure, no problem. Anyways, uh, you know, uh, in case you're not aware, there are people that come to the keva and they come to the this, uh, you know, because. Uh, they know he's a great tzaddik, and even though he's physically not living, but spiritually he lives on. And and it was it's very well known that people that are mispalel with their whole heart and soul by by the caver of Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, tefillas are answered. Man, many people who needed to be ham chasanim or kalos, you know, they 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 they, they got engaged, and and some people who were childless, they came and they were mispalel, and of course uh, they were able to have uh, children in the schus of the great Tana. You know, he's a big male. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, everybody has to remember that to not davening bedavka straight to Rab Shimon Bar Yochai. You understand? We're davening to a kaddish baruch but we daven next to the cave of the tzaddik. So because the tzaddik and the shoma should go up there and be a male and, and help our Feels in case we don't have enough schlusen to push our feels ourselves, you understand? Anyways, that, that's, 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 that's the basic concept of it, you, you know what I mean? I, there's a lot of different opinions about these things, but I, I don't want to go into it because right now I have to be mispalo. Uh, 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 can, can, can we hear what your feel is all about? Uh, no, no, I'd rather keep it private. Uh-huh. So some people cry out their hearts out loud when they daven over there, and some people just say the regular davening, but they have different kavonas of what they want and need in their tefillahs. They have this in mind, and some people just quiet, just like that fella. Anyways, so let me uh, go straight over to the British Mandate guy. Are you really, dear? I mean, I mean, this is 1923, Robert. You, you, you must have been a little baby or something by then. No, no, no. It's just a, a way of... Making people feel like you're inside the story. I'm inside the story. I'm always inside. I feel like I'm inside you. Uh, shh, quiet. Anyways, let me continue. Uh, oh, uh, there are some British soldiers over there. Mm. Um, uh, hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> is, is it all right if I talk to you? Uh, not quite, because I only want to talk to people that are supposed to be in the story. You're the one that's telling the story. Um, you know, I, I'll talk to that gentleman over there. You over there? Uh, excuse me, pardon me. Ah, you're talking to me. <laughs> yes, what can I do for you, soldier? <laughs> well, it just happens to be, you know, um, not exactly a simple soldier. If you look quite so, you know, I've got these stripes over here. I'm a sergeant, you know. <laughs> so, you know, not exactly a simple soldier. I'm a sergeant, you know. Well, you're not exactly a, a special soldier either because you're not a captain or a or a, a commanding officer. I don't know. You're just a regular sergeant. Well, so, but I do command, you know, a patrol over here. Anyways, I was just really curious, you know, because the first time I'm stationed over here by this uh, caver of Barya, 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 Barya Chow. Uh, 
No, 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 no. Bar your chow. I, I, I don't know who Bar your chow is. Okay, uh, if you need a bar to chew on, you can go somewhere else for it. This is Bar Yochoi, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochoi. The reason why many times it's called Bar Yochoi, you know, because you know, if a has a son and he's a very bad boy, then somebody sees the boy doing something wrong and they say, "Who's the father of this boy? Where is he? Where is he?" And of course, the father is embarrassed at that moment, and he, uh, you know, he, he likes uh, tries not to be noticed that he's there, you know. <laughs> but if uh, just the opposite, if let's say somebody's son is very, very good, like uh, Rabbi Shimon was very, very good, so his father, Yehoi, you know, he is very proud. So when people say, "Ah, whose son is that?" Ah, Yehoi, ah, there's Bar Yehoi. Because that means he brought up his son in the right derech, you know, the right way. It's very important for people to understand this, you understand? So, Bar uh, I see you singing that wonderful song there. But I just got a question now. Um, why is it that, you know, like, um, everybody comes on this particular day? I mean, can you please explain it to me? Uh, yeah, sure, I can explain it to you. Today is his Yorzeit. Today is his Yorzeit, what? Oh, excuse me. A Yorzeit, a Memorial Day, you know what I mean? A Memorial Day? I thought Memorial Day is in May. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, sometimes uh, Lagboma comes in May too, but it's not the, the other kind of... Me- no, 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 it's not the same Memorial Day, because if that, I think they created that Memorial Day later. But anyways, listen, what it means is, you know, like, when a person is nifty, a person passes away, on the day of his Yorzeit, you know, the day that he passed away, it's a day of remembrance, and they remember the person that was nifty. And people come here in honor of this great Tana, which means he's a Mishnaic, uh, you know, uh, he's, a, he's a great rabbi from the Mishnah time, you understand? And that means he was over 1,800 some odd years ago, you know? And maybe a little longer, give or take a day or two, you know? But who's counting? Anyways, so listen, so what happened was this. You know, the Romans, they were very mean people. Oi, 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 they were very bad people. They didn't like that the Jewish people should keep their religion and everything. They stopped them from learning Torah, so they had to do it in secret and everything like this. Now, of course, if anybody spoke bad about the people, you know, so I had, meaning the Romans, you know, it was not very good. Yes, so, um, and meaning, you know, uh, well, they could get arrested, they could get killed and things like that. But, they, uh, you know, anyways, there was a couple of rabbis, they were walking together and they were talking. And uh, I'm not going to tell that story completely because that's not the story I want to tell. But basically, they were talking about, and one said that uh, the Romans were good for us because they built bathhouses, they built bridges, and one was quiet, one didn't say anything. But the Tane, this uh, rabbi, holy rabbi, Rabbi Shimbai Hoi, uh, he spoke up and he said, what the Romans did, they didn't do for our sake. They did it for their sake. They did it for make money. They did it to do to have enjoyment. And they didn't do anything for our benefit. Aye, we crossed the bridge too, but it's not for us. They didn't make it mainly for us. They made it mainly for them, not for us. No, 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 no. So, of course, there was a person named Shimon Mangera, you know, he's a very interesting man. And, uh, you know, and, and but, but anyways, you know, Mangera, because, you know, he was a son of a girl. I mean, he was a girl, you know, but I, I mean, I'm not going to go into this and show them who this uh, 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 Shimon Mangera was. I mean, you know, but anyways, um, uh, is it Yehuda Mangera? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to mix up. But anyways, this is a person, anyways. The point of the matter is, he, he started speaking around and, and the word got to the emperor. And then, of course, he had to run away, he didn't tell his wife where he was, and he went to live in a cave for 12 years. Can you imagine that? 12 years. He didn't have a change of clothing. 
Oh, my goodness, he must have smelled awful. Did he ever take a bath? Well, you know, miracles happened over there. First of all, uh, in order for the clothing not to get ruined, he made holes in the ground, and he and his son dug holes in the ground. They buried themselves up in sand, so they, because they had no idea how long they were going to be there, so the clothing should not ruin, and then they learned Torah the whole time. And, uh, and Hashem, you know, that's God, in case you don't know. Anyway, he made a very, very special miracle. He made a carob tree, you know, a box of tree. It grew right in front of the black tree, so they couldn't find him, and yet he had food, and then a stream of water came. So they was able to do this a very, very spiritual. When they came out, uh, they couldn't understand how a person could work because everybody should be spiritual like they are. And every time they give a look in the organ, you know, in, in the eyes, you know, they give a look and poof, yeah, everybody blow up into flames, they're burning. So then Hashem said, what, you come to destroy my world? Get back inside that cave over there. Oh, because he didn't say it like that, you know what I mean? I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know exactly how he said it. But I mean, but he told them to go back in the cave. So they learned to try to calm down and learn to uh, be able to communicate even though they're very high spiritual level, they have to come down to a regular human being level. And they came out uh, one year later, so that means they were in the cave for 13 years now. And then uh, they met somebody who was carrying uh, two myrtle branches. You know what I mean? It's very interesting. They were carrying the two myrtle branches, and and, uh, and the one was for Zohar and one was for Shomba. Uh, that's a splendid story, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, the point is that they realize that simple people are very great. They, uh, they honor Shabbos and etc., etc. You know what I mean? Okay, anyway. So the point of the matter is that because he taught a Torah during his lifetime, it means after the Roman Emperor died and the decree was broken, so Torah was almost lost. But people like Arab Shimmer Hoy was able to teach Torah. And the day that he was nifted, the sun did not set until Hashem let him teach all the Torah that he was allowed to. And, you know, the person, Rabbi Abba, uh, you know, he was the one that wrote all these things down, which later on, all the Kabbalah, the secrets that he taught, was called the Zohar. Anyway, so what he did was very simple. So he told everybody he was there, and it was very hard to look at the face because it was glowing like a big fire, so to say. So therefore, people in honor of this, that's one of the reasons why they make a bonfire. And also because Torah is very similar to the light of Torah. I mean, you know, the light, the fire, you know, a light of Torah, but you wouldn't understand. Anyways, the bottom line is that light and Torah go together because Torah gives off light. You not, and when you go to Yeshiva, you'll understand. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> yeah, that's your problem. Not my problem. But anyways, listen, uh, the, the thing is what I want to tell you. Yes, yes, go right ahead. Well, anyways, so uh, because Torah was not lost and because of him he was able to do this, so he, even though usually when on the day of somebody passes away, it's a very sad day. But he wanted to be a special day because he was so eager to be able to teach Torah and the Torah was not lost. So therefore, to remember this, we light bonfires, make this big thing, and we sing and we dance, and people come here because a very holy person. You understand now? Yes, quite so. <laughs> fascinating. I really do admire you. It's very fascinating what you're telling. <laughs> no problem. I'm glad you're fascinated. Very good. Okay, now what? Uh, now what? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, I tell you. Uh, I, I tell you. I'm going to go now, and I'm going to join the people over there. Sei gesund! Sei? What did he say? I don't know. So, um, Oliver, did you hear what he said? Yes, quite so. I heard what he said. <laughs> very interesting. These Jews are a very interesting type of people, you know. They they really get into it. Oh, look over there. <laughs> They're lighting the bonfire. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. But our job here is to please the area, so that's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> look over there. There's the candle over there. <laughs> He's just sitting back there and relaxing. <laughs> oh, yes, Oliver. So, so yes, quite so. Hey, Frank. Listen, maybe we, you know, like, make like we are going to patrol and we can go a little closer. 
Oh, that's a very good idea. I like that. Okay, let's go closer. And sure enough, they went closer, and they were hearing the people singing, and of course, they saw there were all different types of Eden. And there were the Sephardic, there were the Ashkenazic, there was the modernish, you know, all kinds there. And there was unity over there. It was Mamish Gewaldic. It was fantastic. Were you there, Rabbi Herbs? Uh, in spirit, I was there. Okay, anyways, so let me continue. So what ended up happening was, when it came, the, you know, after, you know, some people stayed the whole night and they sing and they dance, the morning came. So those who were not camping out to stay there, they went home because they lived locally. And then the next morning, which was Friday, which was the actual day of Langmomer, they came, okay, and they came to Daman. Now, the Sephardic people came quite early in the morning. Now, I want you to know that not only did they come early in the morning, but they Daman, I guess it would be called Kibisikin and so on and so forth. And then, of course, Hasidim came also to Daven. And, of course, they needed a mikvah. So anyone who went to the mikvah, whether it be Svartic or whether it be Ashkenazic or Hasidish, whatever it was, there was a, a lake nearby called the Magido Lake. And the people went over there to be tiveling in the mikvah or in the waters. And that's what they did. And so what happened was this. Friday was a beautiful day, more singing, more dancing. Everything was beautiful. And, of course, since there was such a beautiful Shabbos going to be held, because it wasn't just a few people that are hanging around there, a lot of the people from Yushalayim who did not go home for Shabbos because it would be too far and so on and so forth, they wanted to, you know, uh, absorb all the Kadush, all that holiness in there, they stay there. And then, I got to tell you, it was finally Shabbos morning. And all of a sudden... The people were davening. It was Gewaldic. And a little boy went over to his mommy. Mommy, 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 I don't feel very well. Mommy, <laughs> mommy, my head hurts. Mommy, I don't feel very well. Oh, my goodness. Booby Schaefer, yeah, why don't you have a drink of water? Maybe you're just thirsty, and maybe it's too hot, and maybe you're just dehydrating. Mommy, I I gotta fall down. I gotta. Oh, come on, come on, come on! Please get off of the floor. Come on, come on, booby shaver, come on, up, 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 up. Oh, stomach is not moving. Wait a minute. Well, oh boy, I better listen. Hmm. Why isn't your heart beating, Booby Shafala? Your heart's supposed to be going. <laughs> but it's not going. You're not even breathing. <laughs> come on, please, please, breathe, breathe. Go ahead, come on, sniff, 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 sniff. Come on, come on. Come on, like that. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, no. Oh, no. My child. My child just died. Oh! <laughs> And there was this screeching, wailing cry from this lady. And everybody turned around. What happened? 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 Tell me. Tell me. What happened? What happened? Yeah. I raised me. The boy fell down. Help him. Help her pick up the son. What's the matter with you? 
My son died. What you talking about? Get a doctor. Get a doctor. Who named him? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm coming. I'm coming. I don't know how to tell you this, but the child is dead. The child is dead. And suddenly, when there was this big commotion. All of a sudden, the British soldiers, who were guarding like a police department, sort of saying, they're looking around, oh, my goodness. Hey, Oliver, what do you think is going on there? I don't know. How should I know? Well, why don't we check it out? It seems to be uh, like they're all excited. It's not like the regular singing and dancing that we saw the other day. Come, let's go closer. Excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, coming through. Uh, tell me, what's going on here? <laughs> don't ask, please, don't ask. But I have to. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a soldier, and I'm here guarding, you know, and I'm supposed to ask, you know, if there's any problem, you know, have to help out. My son, my son, he died! <laughs> the son died? Oh, my goodness, wait a minute. Uh, maybe he's not dead, he's just breathing shallow. Um, wait a second. Uh, uh, we'll get one of our doctors. Doctor, doctor, come over here. Medic, medic, come here, come here. All right, one second, please. I'm over here. What seems to be the problem here? Stick out your tongue and say, oh, oh goodness gracious, would you like a spot of tea? You know, in one second, he's not responding. You know, this is, oh, my goodness, he's dead. Oh, my golly, jumping caterpillars without wings. This boy is dead. Uh-oh, how did he die? What happened? Well, uh, according to what the lady said, the boy said he had a headache and everything, and then he uh, uh, fell down, and he uh, he fell down, and he uh, he died. Eh? I see. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll be back here momentarily. I have to go. Colonel, uh, Colonel, Colonel, this is an emergency. All right, tell me what it is. <laughs> I'm having my tea now. <laughs> Nothing like a good spot of tea. Now, what's the problem? Uh, sir, I'm, I'm, uh, sir. Uh, one of the Jewish children just passed away. Maybe he's carrying a contagious disease. I think it's only right that you should quarantine the place until we get to the bottom of this. And, 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 and I really think that perhaps you should close up all the doors and everything. Oh, yes, quite so. Uh, oh, 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 um, um, Captain, come over here. Yes, sir, right away, sir. What is it? Uh, I need you to lock up all the gates. Nobody in, nobody out. That's it. Quarantine, quarantine. Uh, what's going on over here? I don't know what's going on. Excuse me, soldier. I'm very sorry, but I have new orders over here. And uh, we have to lock the gate. I lock the gate? Uh, how are the people supposed to go home? And they came here to Darwin, and they got to go home. Some people are staying here for Kiddush over here, and some people are going home, but how do you say they're going to be separated from their families? I mean, what's going on here? I'm very sorry, because, you know, see, <laughs> the doctor didn't like what he saw. I don't like what I saw either. The child is dead. What are we supposed to do? We can't do nothing at Shabbos, you know? I mean, well, you see, it's more than that. I'll explain it to him, you know. Ah, sorry, sir. You know, you're, you're not filled in with this logistics, you know. In this day and age, we have to be very careful about contagious diseases and everything. And therefore, um, I'll explain everything. I'm the doctor. We don't know exactly how this child died, and therefore might be a contagious disease. Uh, that's right. So we have our orders now. That's right. They have their orders that they have to... Uh, I'm sorry, sir. We had to lock the gates, and nobody in, nobody out, until we get to the bottom of this. And, of course, the people were in pandemonium. They were screaming, Let us out! Let us out! Hey, why do you see my family? Hey, why do you see my family? Oh, I want to see my family. I have to see my family. Oh, dear, my mind is terrible. 
And of course, the people were crying and crying. And some people had an idea, and they said, You know, what are we standing here crying out here? There's Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochoi over there. Let's go daven over there. Pour out the house to Hashem Yismarach. And then they'll lift up this crazy Mishagas, this crazy band that they're doing, putting us into quarantine. If a guy sneezes, they're going to put us into quarantine. But this is not a guy sneezing. There's a little child that died. Yes, I know. It's a very sad thing, but what should we do? All right, let's be mispalled. And so the people were mispalled. Then all of a sudden, this lady went over and she picked up her child and she was crying and she picked up this three-year-old child that she just did a haircut on that day and she carried his child in her hands and she started walking towards the tomb now there's like a in those days there was like a room around the caver of Varihoi and of course she started walking over there and all of a sudden somebody said she's coming the lady with the child you know like we have to um, uh, make way over here let her go through because I don't know she's very distraught you know because it's a very sad thing you know you come here to a happy time and give a haircut and boom the, the baby dies his name. we don't understand the ways of Hashem but I mean uh, make way make way over here please everybody please make way make way make way yeah everybody make way make way this way lady go ahead but she was like in a trance. And she took the baby. And she was walking with the baby. And she's coming closer to the cave of Bar Yechoi. And the people were standing around. What do you think she's going to do? I don't know how to then what she's going to do. Maybe, um, maybe she's just going to cry her heart out. I mean, you know, it's not a simple thing, you know. She just lost the child. I know, but I don't know. I mean, I hope she's not going crazy from this. Well, we're not supposed to be judging. This is not for us to judge. We're not a shem, you know. I mean, you know, it's, it just feels sad because here we are. We came here to be Mr. Mayer and Joy, and then this sad tragedy happens. And then we can't even go back to our families either because the British out there closed up everything. This is very bad. Not very good. What? Shh, quiet. She's, she's speaking. Or I should say she's dominating in her own way. Uh, she's speaking pretty loud. And everybody was quiet. And they heard this lady cry out her heart. Oi, holy tzaddik, you're a mainlet's yoyshe. Please go up to Akadish Baruch the same way you went four years ago. Oi, do you remember? What do you mean, do you remember? Avada, you remember? Four years ago, I came here to your cave because I was childless. I had no children. I was not zoicha to the Baruch I poured out my heart and I begged you to copy Miss Powell to the point you should light up and ask for a miracle to happen that I should be able to have a boy. And then a year later I had a boy. And if you remember when I was being Miss Powell, I said if you bless me and then Hashem gives me the boy when he's three years old, I'll bring him to your cave here. <laughs> In, in Moran. <laughs> and I'm going to bring him here in Moran. And then what I'm going to do is, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the op sharing right here in Maroon. That's what I'm gonna do. Yes, that's what I said I was gonna do. And then I was here and I did the op sharing. And now you let Hashem take him away from me. Holy tzaddik. I'm gonna put my child right down over here next to you. And he's gonna be lying over here. And please, please, I beg of you, don't disappoint me. Please be a male station. Please go speak to the Bainish and ask him to return my child whole, safe, and healthy. Please, I beg of you, I beg of you. And sure enough, everybody who was standing there, they could not hold back. No matter what feelings they had, their hearts were like broken. And they cried together with this lady. They felt, they felt her pain. They felt her pain. They felt it. And they cried also. And then, since she left the child there, and the child was not living at the moment, as a little hint. And what happened was this, she went out. And all the other people said, um, maybe it's not a very good idea to be inside here when the child was nifter here, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe we should go out. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, uh, what about a shayme? I think like the lady said, maybe Rabbi Shem Bayochim will be the shayme. Maybe, uh, I don't know, <laughs> even though it's 1923 and miracles like this don't always happen, but maybe, yeah, just maybe Hashem will make a miracle, sure. Everything is possible. Anything is possible. This is the cave. Uh, the spiritual levels over here are unbelievable. Mamish, mamish. Anything could happen. Yes, yes. Okay, you know what? Let's try to remember still Shabbos, and let's try to be in the spirit of Shabbos as best as possible. I know it's not going to be easy, but Lom again to the Kiddush. Lom again. Come, come. Let's go to the Kiddush. And sure enough, the people they went to the Kiddush, and they went over there. And they went at the Kiddush was. And they sat down to eat. And the lady, she sat by the lady section. And people said, Please, it's only right that you should eat something. I can't, I can't, I can't. But you need your strength. You don't want to get sick like your child. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't. All right, all right, we understand. And she sat there, and her eyes were open and closed, sometimes open, sometimes closed. She was shuckling and davening and begging that Hashem should perform a miracle in the schus of the great tzaddik, Rav Shimon Bar Yochoi. And what ended up happening was, as this was going on, a strange thing happened. People were singing, Ah, I'm in the mood to sing. I'm also in the mood to sing. I'm also in the mood to sing. I'm also in the mood to sing. Loma singing Nachamol Bar Yochoi. Bar Yochoi Nimshach Tovashrecho. Shem in Soso in Mechaverecho. Bar Yochoi Nimshach Tovashrecho. Shem in Soso in Mechaverecho. And of course they kept singing and they sang 
stanza after stanza, and he was going, and all of a sudden, while they were singing, suddenly they heard a door open up slowly. It was the door from the caver, from the tomb room, where Bar Yechoi was. And people heard the squeak, despite the fact that they were singing so loud. And the singing quieted down. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Do you see what I see? I see what you see. Do you see what I see? I see what I see. I see what you see. What do you see? What do I see? I don't know. What do you see? I don't know either, but do you see what I see? And what did they see? They saw... I know what it is, Rabbi Herbs, I know, I know, I know. They saw the little boy, right? He got up to hear some him. That's right, he did. He got up and he walked through the door and he suddenly said, as everybody turned looking at this strange miracle that just took place at 1923 in the year 5,683 since the world was created... They all were looking. The eyes, the ears, the nose, everything was pointing towards. The nose? Well, they're not going to see the ears? What did they turn on? You know, it means they turned their whole body to look at the boy. And suddenly the boy opened his mouth to talk. Bobby, Bobby, I'm very thirsty. Could I please have a drink of water? Huh? A nice, a miracle? Thank you, Tzaddik, Tzaddik, Tzaddik. You see, the Neshama from the Tzaddik is still living. I thank you, Rabbeinu Shalaylam, for performing a miracle in this house of this great Tzaddik. And of course, the people are looking. You see what I see? I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. This is unbelievable. It's a nice. It's mamish a nice. I don't understand. How is this possible? What do you mean, how is it possible? It, it, it happened. I, I know what happened, but, but he's alive. You know, he's here. He's amazing. It's unbelievable. I, I, I can't believe it happened. I mean, I'm, wow. Let's break into song. And everybody was singing and they were dancing. And the voices got so loud and cheerful that it caught the British officers' uh, motions. What is going on over there? First they're so sad, and now they're happy. The lady lost a little child. I, I can't understand. Uh, they were sad for a while, and that's it. I mean, they get over it so fast, and now they're singing and dancing. It sounds like they're singing joyously. Uh, go check it out and see what's going on down there. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, 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 come, Oliver, let's go. All right, I'm going. Okay, no problem, I'm going. Come on, Frank, let's go together. <laughs> okay, um, let me, let's go through this door here. 
All right. <laughs> Tell us what's going on here. Wow. <laughs> They're singing and dancing. They got smiles on their faces. <laughs> Who's that cute little boy over there? That's my little boy, Chick. <laughs> That's it. Right. What? Oh, excuse me. Pop mate. But uh, isn't that the boy that we saw that was... Um... Yes. He was the boy that was dead. But now, because of an ace, ah, he's alive. One second, please. Oliver, you wait here. I've got to get the doctor. Doctor! Doctor! It's an emergency! All right, all right. I'm coming. Take it easy. Let's see now. What's the problem? Doctor, you know the child that you pronounced dead? Yes, yes, yes. The Jews won't let me bury him and have him buried because they have to do their rituals and everything. And, and he said it was Shabbos and they can't, you know. Uh, what, 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 what's, what, are you, what are you pointing at? Over there, sir. Take a look over there. Over there? That's the boy I examined. Hi, little boy. <laughs> You're a cutie pie, yes. Yeah. You look good with your new haircut and those side locks. It's cute also. <laughs> but he was dead. He had no heartbeat. He wasn't breathing. His eyes were closed. He was dead. He was dead. He was, but not anymore. You see, we Jews believe very strongly in the power of tefillah. And Borah Hashem, Borah Hashem, ah, tefillahs were answered. And uh, in the schus of the great tzaddik, Rabbi Shim Bar Yechoi, uh, my child was brought back to life. It's impossible. I'm going to examine the child. Okay, stick out your tongue. There's absolutely no sign of any sickness or disease. Colonel, Colonel, it's very important that you come here. Wow. Here comes the Colonel. Must be something really good. Yeah, so, 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 so. Um, hi, Colonel, but before you, know, you go in there, I must warn you, uh, the dead child is speaking. Yes, of course, dead child. What? What did you just say? Well, I said that a dead child is speaking. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Stop making jokes like that. You know, I understand you don't want it to get to you, but the child is dead, is dead, and... Uh, 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 wait a minute. Isn't that the child that was dead? Oh, yes, sir, that's what I was trying to tell you, but uh, he doesn't look dead now. Wait a minute. Maybe the doctor made a mistake. No, sir. I tell you, Claire, I did not make any mistake. This child was dead. Dead. D-E-A-D. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. He was not here. I mean, he was here, but not <laughs> in the breathing sense, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, wow. This amazing miracle. Uh, excuse me, um, uh, uh, Colonel, uh, may I ask you a question? Uh, 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 sir, <clears throat> one of these Jewish people want to ask you a question. Yes, what is it? What is your problem? Uh, sir, with all due respect, now that the child is okay, and the doctor examined to make sure that there's absolutely no problem, um, uh, you know, um, uh, could you, like, lift the band and open up the gates, you know, so people can go home, back and forth, you know? Oh, yes, yes, of course, indeed. <laughs> no problem at all. Yes, yes, I, I will definitely do that. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, open the gates. Uh, open the lock. Uh, yes, sir. Right away, sir. Let's go. <laughs> yes, of course. We can open up the lock. You know, it's amazing. And sure enough, they opened up the lock. Now, let me tell you, this was a very, very interesting story that I just told. You better believe it. Risa Mason in the 20th century, unbelievable. Yes, that is correct. 
Now, this story, I want you to know, there may still be some very old people, and maybe some grandparents around or whatever it is, that were there and witnessed this. Now, in the Sefer, Tamim Mhogim, uh, you know, in the Mephorshim under below, I forgot what his name is, the one that writes, he wrote this whole story. And he says he was there at the time that this story actually took place. And um, in one of the versions what I read, um, the person who wrote the story, where I saw it today as a refresher, um, you know, he writes that he made Aliyah in Tzfas in 1978. And there were many older residents over there that were present at the time in Maroon. And some of the people also heard this story directly from either their parents or their grandparents. So this miracle in 1923 really, really happened. And there were plenty of witnesses around at that time to see that. So even though it's modern times and we don't see miracles like days of old, we definitely do see miracles. Wow, it's unbelievable. And you're right, it did have a happy ending because the boy came back to life. That's correct. He most certainly did. And now, um, I guess we could probably try to take some phone calls, but uh, <laughs> I'm not a uh, uh, whiz at this uh, switchboard here, so I'm not exactly sure how it works here. And uh, Ravnison stepped out for a moment, so uh, uh, let me just take a quick look and see if he is nearby. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, let me see. Is anybody over here that can help out with the switchboard over here? Uh, because uh, I finished the story and I'm ready to take some phone calls. And, ah, Rab David is here. Okay, good. Ah, Baruch Hashem. Hey, I can't help it. I'm from the 13th century. What can I do? I don't know much about these things. Okay, so we have some time to take some phone calls. Okay, so here we are. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hi, I'm Wickler. Hi, Okay, so let's say, uh, what do you have, 87 uh, lessons? How many lessons? No, four, 47. 47, okay. Say a couple of them real quick. Uh, the so whole I'll say the last, the last 10 that I wrote. Okay, say the last 10. Don't be way too sad, quiet, and when surprising things are happening, be happy when good things Inquire what's going on, check out things, have smiles, thank Hashem for good things, believe in feline, use them, inform people of things, and listen to orders. Ah, very good. Excellent, excellent. That was great. Baruch Hashem. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Huh? Whoops. We all, as then, united and say Shema Yisrael. All Jews, religious, secular, every ethnic background from every country worldwide on May 17th on 9.30 p.m. Israeli time. We all take a moment. We should all take a moment and... Uh, be united and say Shema Yisrael together. Yes, uh, yes, believe. What did it say? It's two small words. I can't read it. Uh, All of us Shema Yisrael. This is the, there will be, you know, this is like a command from a big Mekubal in Israel. Right. That in May 17, it will be Kafchet Biyar, Yom Yerushalayim, 9.30. Israel time, it's Eastern time, it will be 2.30. So you kids, it will be Sunday. You make sure that everybody around you, he says, Shema Yisrael, two thirty together, and millions of Jews. Just, just the word Shema Yisrael, or the whole, all, the, all the three paragraphs? Bet, better to say all the three paragraphs, but it's enough to say Shema Yisrael, Shem Elokan Kabbalat Ol Malchut Shomayim, and Shoda Avinu Shabbat Shomayim, our Father in Heaven, that we all one. So, maybe, 
הוא יליסן טו-אס, ודפני הוא יליסן טו-אס, ונשלח לנו משיח בן דוד, קוויקלי, אינו? אומן, אומן. אוקיי, אז let's go back to the phone calls now. Hello, you're on here, what is your name? Me? Yes, you. Oh, my name is Benjamin Alexander. Okay, and what lesson you learned to you in, in, in tonight's story? Always trust in Hashem, have a munasachem, um, be a nashem chavay, right? Davin, and Davin, like, I believe Hashem, like Davin. Now, I have a question. How come both names of the officers were a food? Oliver and Frank. What about Oliver and Frank? They're what? They're both a food. They're both what? A food. A food. food. Olive and Frankfurter. Oh, 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 I see. Very, nice. very interesting. I don't know. So I, I actually, you know, sometimes I think about these quirps. It's a very good question. Sometimes <laughs> I think about these quirps, you know, and I flick them in on purpose, like Torosana. If a guy makes Torus, I give him a Torus name. You know, like uh, if a guy is not too smart, sometimes I call him Dombrovsky. Yeah, I do that sometimes. No, but, but this I time I just picked two, uh, two names out of the hat, you know. <laughs> it's just I'd like to give a fresh shout-out to Mati Yossi Malk and my entire class. Okay, thank you very much. We've got to go to the next call because the phones are loaded. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, what is your name? Yossi. Yossi, okay. What lesson you learned tonight's story? Never give up. Never give up. That's correct. Even in this day and age where miracles don't seem to happen, they certainly do. You just have to Is open your eyes. Is the boy still alive? The boy? I don't know. I don't know. I, it, you could check out the story. If you have a, uh, a safer called Tami Mehogan Yisrael, the Hebrew version, you look on the knees, you know, where it talks about Mehogan of Lag Boimer, it has the whole story right there. Okay, thank you. Okay, you're very welcome. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Ephraim Lowy. Ephraim Lowy. Okay. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Besides, le- besides learning how to sing Bar Yechai. Um, that you should, you should have, you should have a munas chachamim, you should have a munas chachamim, you should be nice to you, very good. Excellent. Beautifully. Very well said. Okay. Take care. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Me? Yes, me. You're on the air. Okay. Um, I, I learned the lesson that, that, that I always have the Tachin and Hashem and a Tzaddik. And when you dive into by a Tzaddik's caver, Hashem, the Tzaddik always brings your Tzaddik to Hashem. And also, can I speak to you? Yes. Can see? Oh, I was just uh, seeing, uh, uh, wow, it's going on over there, like Bowman, Eric as well. Wow! Where is yeah, that? Yeah. Wow. Bye, yeah, they're singing that right now out there in Eretz Yisrael. This looks like in Yerushalayim over oh, there. Oh, yes, it's Fad. It's a Fad. Oh, wow. Admiral from Bayan, Bayon. Oh, the Bayana Rebbe's there. Rebbe. Wow. This is great stuff. Uh, wow. You want to listen to this? This is real. This is live. You're hearing live. This is live from Eretz Yisrael you're listening to. Oh, yes. You can see all of those little kinderlach on their tatty shoulders and everything. Wow. Okay, let's, let's go to the next caller now. Well, we have time for another call. Okay, hello, you're on here. What is your name? Ah, the little Lowy brother. Okay, what lesson you learned from tonight's story? That, it's a time to dab in. If you go to the cave, 
if you ask for things, uh, some could answer you much more than on a regular day. Very so, good. Excellent. That's true. I want to give a shout out to you, Dinakumsen. Oh, you just did. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, Kultiv. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? I'm Achtel. Okay, and what lesson you learn tonight's story? You should always trust in Hashem. That's correct. That definitely is there, 100%, even in this day and age. Okay, very good. Thank you. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Yosef Gindi. Okay, and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Always pray. Yes. Okay. I'll never be too sad. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to go to the next call. It's very hard to hear because you have the babies in the background crying or making noise. Okay. okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Maishi. Maishi. Okay, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Can I talk to Yossi? What? Can I talk to Yossi? Yes. Yossi, he wants to talk to you. Yes, what lesson you learned tonight's story? That you should die properly. Yay! Great! That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Okay, next caller, please. Hello, you're on the air. You just might be the last caller. So make it good. What lesson? You, what's your name? Elio Cohen. Elio Cohen. Okay, and what lesson you learned tonight's story? You should always pray. You should always pray. Very good. That's excellent. And that's what we should do tonight, for sure. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, you want to speak to Yossi? Yossi, everybody wants to talk to you. I'm a very popular guy. Hi. Hi. How, how's everything? Good. Are you ready for Lagboma? Yeah. Is your class going on a special trip tomorrow? No. No? Ay, ay, ay. Are they going to have a makeup trip? No. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know where you go, but uh, I think well, most places are having some sort of Lagboma trip or going to a park or something. Aren't you? Yeah. Oh, you're going to a park. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, that's all the time we have. So, until next week, uh, everybody have a wonderful time and great Shabbos. And, of course, have a wonderful Lag Boomer.